Fire. I can edit the first bit out anyway, it's all good. Welcome to the Cutting the Shit podcast with your host, Pablo Protein Bar, aka Harry Ooh. Spotter, and the very heavy stone. <laughs> Boom. That's it. I like that one. Yeah, that was good. Do you know you're not a fan of that one? Love it. Yeah, I'm a fan. I was just oh, trying to remember what my nickname was. Your nickname, you're Dr. Octopus. So, ladies oh, and gentlemen, yeah. this is Dr. Octopus below me, and we've got a very special guest, which is Josh Greenfield. Ah, oh, that's dehydrated as fuck. Special needs, maybe. That's about fucking it from me, unfortunately. <laughs> There's not much more than that. So, what we so, normally do on cutting the shit, it's pretty much yeah. as it sounds. We just talk shit. So, we've got Josh right. on. He's got a bit more of an interesting story um, than just supplements. So we're probably going to skim over supplements to start off with and maybe add them in at the end. Yeah. I'm not that asked if we don't. So Josh, introduce yeah. yourself. Yeah. Tell people who you are. Uh, I am Josh Greenfield. Uh, I the am one and ex- only. The one and only. The fucking only one of me, I tell you that. And that's not a good thing though. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, I am an ex-IPF under 105 kilo powerlifter. Uh, I was powerlifting for around six years or so. Uh, I did I did a few bits when I was powerlifting. Uh, I, I think the best ever ranking that I got, I was top five in the senior class in the world. Uh, I was Modest also, bastard. I did a bit. You modest I bastard. I, I, I mean, I bit. knew you were good, but I didn't realise you were that good. Jesus. <laughs> Are we going to have to pay him to come on to this? Fucking hell. Yeah, I said I'd give him a blowy after. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's paying you then because your blowies are terrible. Whoa. <laughs> well. Yeah. So after I, got my cut, uh, I was, yeah, so I, I think, yeah, I think the best I ever got to was I was top five, top six in the world in the senior 105 category. Uh, and then I also, as well, what I'm probably more known for is breaking the IPF squat world record. Uh, what was it? What did you get? Multiple times. So on the 28th of September 2008, I first broke the IPF squat world record by, uh, I broke it by, oh, I broke it by three kilos, two kilos at 336 kilograms. Uh, and then I went on to break it multiple times after that. So I went on to break my own world record uh, by, I'm not going to lie, this is probably one of the coolest things I think I've ever done because people only normally break world records by half a kilo or a kilo. The last time I broke my world record, I broke my own world record by nine kilos. But it should have been up to around 20-odd kilos. I should have broke it by. Uh, but that was unfortunate technical mishap. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did a little bit of powerlifting my time for around six years, uh, and now I've left powerlifting and I've full transitioned over to CrossFit, so the complete opposite, especially if you are a 105 kilo lifter, because you are fat, immobile, slow, ugly, and disgusting, and that is everything that a CrossFitter isn't, so I've made the complete transition from powerlifting to CrossFit, and I'm just doing crazy shit on a daily basis, basically. That's me. I've seen him in the gym as well, and he is doing some crazy shit. Yeah, a man this size mental. should not be able to do handstand walks. But oh, there we are. That is, that, that's, my, that's literally 
if you put handstand walks in a workout, I'll put my money on it. I'll beat anyone. The... Honestly, it's like watching Harry Potter. It's magical. You can walk better on your hands than I can walk on my fucking feet. Nah, I can walk better <laughs> on my hands than I can on my feet. Honestly, <laughs> is that not just because we're chose though? Yeah, yeah, potentially. Yeah. <laughs> we just struggle to don't. walk anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Well, how uh, was it? Well, let's talk about the world records for a second. How did that feel? Because that's something very, very few people have experienced. Yeah. You're quite uh, unique in that sense. How did it feel, not only hitting it the first time, but then breaking your own world record subsequently? Um, I'm not going to lie. There's like a really, there's been actually a really cool story that we'll get into in a second that like literally nobody knows except from who people who are really, really close to me. And this is the first time I would have actually spoken about it publicly to anyone. Uh, this is an so, exclusive. Yeah. So when so when I first broke it, I'm not gonna lie, uh, it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. It didn't make me feel how I thought it was gonna make me feel. Uh, it was made out initially to be something that it wasn't, to be a lot better than it wasn't, uh, to be a lot better than it actually was. Uh, I remember when I broke it, I was really really emotional. Uh, but I was really, really emotional for reasons that probably people don't expect. Uh, so the little exclusive, the little story behind it is uh, I first broke the squat world record out in Barcelona at the Arnold Classic. Uh, but one of the reasons that I wanted to compete at the Arnold Classic and I wanted to break it at the Arnold Classic and it was something that was that needed to happen and I had to break the Scott world record that day because I knew if I did it set me up for a great day and I could go on to win the competition I could become the Arnold Classic champion which I did at the end of the day which is really really cool uh, and the biggest thing for me was uh, you won money at the Arnold Classic because it's an exhibition competition uh, so you won money for it and the massive reason behind winning the money was because when I actually broke the Scott world record I was homeless. I was living out of a BMW 1 Series. So I won the Arnold Classic. I was the best squatter in the world. And I flew back to England. I threw my kit bag in the back of my car. I went and parked up in a car park and I went to sleep. Because that was where I was living. But I had money in my pocket from winning the Arnold Classic. Uh, and then three weeks later, so after that, I'd been homeless for about, I'd say, four and a half months. About three weeks after that, I could finally, with the money that I won out of the Arnold Classic, I paid a deposit down on a room to rent in a guy's house, uh, and I moved in, and I finally had a bed to sleep in after a long time. So yeah, it was. Uh, so yeah, when I initially broke it, it was it it felt unbelievable. I was very very emotional before it, but I was very very emotional for reasons of this is years of hard work and commitment and putting a lot of stuff on the line, coming down to literally a minute's worth of work, like this is now or never, it's going to happen or it's not. And then there was also in the back of my mind, like this has to move because this sets my day up for success. If I'm successful at the end of the day, I can finally stop sleeping in my car. Uh, so yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy. And then breaking it afterwards, I'm not going to lie, it was like when I broke it the second time, the third time, I think I broke it four or five times in total and one time unofficially 
But then when I was breaking out of that, like time after time, it, I'm not gonna lie, it was boring. It was. It's because I was breaking my own world record. It was like I'm just beating me. I'm not beating anybody else. I'm just beating me now. Yeah, you uh, but I always talk yourself, can you? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and I always say to people because people, I'm not gonna lie, Dom. How you reacted is how a lot of people react. Like, oh my god, like this is crazy. It's incredible. It's this, this, and this. But to me, it's like, and people kind of blow smoke up your ass. And in my eyes, like they blow smoke up my ass for no reason because I'm just me. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm just some dude from from Leeds, and I I was just fortunate I would I'd outworked a few people, and I had an opportunity to go break that world record. Uh, so yeah, it is. Sometimes I do sit back and I do think about it. And I'm like, shit, I'm the best in the world at summer. Like, but then at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but it's not. It'd be cool if it was like if I was like the Olympic champion, like, yeah. and people knew my name and I was on TV and shit like. If you don't, let's just put it this way: nobody cares about powerlifting except from powerlifters. Like, it's like you tell somebody about it and you've got to explain what it actually is. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like I could tell somebody like I have a Guinness World Record for the most amount of washing machines thrown in a minute and they would understand that more than they understand an actual world record. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. But one of the things that I am really proud of and I am happy about that I can happily say, you'll notice that already I've mentioned the IPF multiple times because the IPF is the pinnacle of powerlifting. It is basically Olympics of powerlifting because you'll get so many people out there these days that will claim they've got world records or they claim they own this world record in Palestine, or they have this record or that record. And I'll put you my money on it. I'll call the bluff on everyone now. You're a load of bullshitters. You, ain't, you don't hold any world records. Take out your Instagram bio. You're not a world champion. You competed against you. You didn't compete against anybody else. Like, I, I can happily say that I've been, I, I, I have, I've been at the pinnacle and I, I broke the best world record you could in that weight category. Yeah. Like, I'm not claiming that I'm breaking world records, but there's another world record in the same weight category, fucking 50, 60 kilos higher than mine. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's probably the most proud that I am of that part, that it was done to a very high standard and it was done in a, a legit competition. It was really, I don't know, it was, it was legit, let's put it that way. But it was cool, though. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. Is that why you went with IPF instead of the Olympics? Oh, so like powerlifting, powerlifting isn't actually an Olympic sport. It's, uh, it is if you're para. So there's para powerlifting in the Olympics, uh, which is for people who do, uh, I don't want to, or let's say disabled, but they are very able people, uh, because they're incredible humans for what they're doing. Uh, yeah. but let's, they, so there is powerlifting in the Olympics, but it's just para powerlifting. So it's just the bench press. Powerlifting is recognized by the IOC, but the IPF is the one that is recognized by the IOC. There's many different powerlifting federations. Uh, oh, I've got to be careful with my words here because I'll get some hate because basically all okay. my followers is powerlifting. <laughs> yeah, no such thing as bad publicity. What is there? People will be talking. Uh, there's, there's, I'm going to say it true. IPF is probably the only legit powerlifting federation out there. Like, the rest of them, fucking the ruling, the lifting standard, just doesn't, in my eyes personally, just doesn't make it, just doesn't cut it. Like, you'll see these crazy lifts, and they're fucking, they're squatting high, or 
they're not locking out the deadly, so the press command is really, really fast. And it's just, uh, yeah, it, looking at other federations just wasn't for me. And I've always, I've always been a natural athlete. I've never taken any kind of PED. I've never taken any kind of steroid or anything like that. So for me to compete in a drug-tested federation, I'm not going to say drug-free because it's not drug-free because people get caught all the time uh, in a drug-tested federation was for me the only option. And the standard that I witnessed from that was the best in the world. And to say that I've made some ground in that federation for me is, that's a proud moment for me to say that, that I didn't, I didn't go down the shit route. If you want to put yeah. it nicely, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah but... rightly so. To be proud of that as well, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's no, cool. it's probably... you win the Arnold, presumably, you then met Arnold. I do you know what, literally 20 minutes before I lifted, he was out there watching, oh. and then as soon as I got out there, he decided to fuck off and watch some taekwondo or something. To be fair, if you go next year, you pay 500 quid, you get a picture with him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, though, when he was watching, because apparently he missed some of the good lifts, they asked one of the girls from Great Britain, she's an awesome lifter, uh, they asked her to go back out and do another squat for him. And I was like, fuck, that could have... I would have gone out there, I would have put some... I would have died under that <laughs> fucking... I feel like... I we're here to squat 336, but I'll, I'll have a go at 400. Arnold's one. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, in front of Arnold, you'd get it up, you'd be that pumped oh, up. <laughs> mate, I'd be fucking absolutely flying. Man, that's mega. Yeah, yeah. so unfortunately I didn't get to meet him, but it was a, it was an incredible experience, a time that I'll never ever forget. Yeah, one not many people in sport yeah. have experienced either, is it? No, you no, know, no. I feel like yeah. no matter what sort of fitness sport you do, Events like the Arnold unify them really, really well yeah. because, you know, if you're a powerlifter, crossfitter, bodybuilder, whatever you are, I feel like we all have very similar mentalities. We just channel it into yeah. a different avenue. Whereas, yeah. certainly from my experience with other sports, the mentality is very different to a, a fitness sport per se. Yeah. And going to these sort of events, you can't quite describe it. And, you know, you could be playing for England in the World Cup in football, but it's nowhere near going to something like the Arnold's or Olympia, yeah. I imagine. Yeah, I say imagine because I've done it myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, uh, the Arnold, though, was a, it was a crazy event just to be at. And it, it was cool as well because it was in Barcelona, it was in Spain, it was being away, it was, everybody was there as well. And like, I no, you was walking around, you had like athlete badges and then, especially as well when I'd actually broke the world record the amount of people that stopped me for pictures was ridiculous. Like, it was crazy. Even, like, the next day when I went, like, people were like, oh, my God, you guys have broke the world record. And, like, literally, I could I, everywhere I went, people stopping me in the venue and stuff. And that was really, really cool. It was like being a celebrity for the day. It was cool. Nice. And, uh, honestly, like, groups of school kids, and it was, I don't know, it was a nice experience. Really, really nice. And a lot so came you- from it as well. So when's your Netflix documentary coming out? Fucking probably never. <laughs> when, I make, when I make the CrossFit Games, the Netflix documentary will probably come out. Shit. You'll be and the then they've got a story to say. Yeah, hopefully one day. Who knows? <laughs> so what's, how come the, you know, you've done, achieved so much in powerlifting, how come the change to, to CrossFit all of a sudden? 
so this is something I always said. I actually did a Q&A on my own YouTube channel at one point before leading up to my last powerlifting competition. But and somebody did ask. <laughs> yeah. You reset. Ah, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> and somebody, somebody asked me on there, like, when powerlifting's over, what would be the way you would go? And I've always said that uh, where I'd want to go is either weightlifting or CrossFit. Uh, and then it started off weightlifting, and then as I got more into it, the CrossFit just came about. But the real, one of the real reasons for me leaving powerlifting was purely mental health, like massive, massive mental health. Like I, 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 I have. I would say unfortunately, but I'm not going to say unfortunately because my the situations that I've been in in my life have put me have made me the kind of person who I am today. Uh, but I've, I've, I've fortunately been the lowest of the low, where the lowest you can be. Uh, like I, I've been to a point of where I've had to have therapy. I've had to uh, seek help from my parents. I, I've, been, I've been at rock bottom. I've been at where I don't want to do it anymore kind of place. Uh, and with a powerlifting, it wasn't helping my it wasn't helping my mental health. It was really, really tough for me to make the decision because I was going from the best in the world to absolutely nobody overnight. Like no nobody still even now nobody gives a shit about my CrossFit so far. Pe- people are interested in because they're seeing what I'm doing and they're seeing the progress that I'm making. And I think now especially they're actually a little bit like, Oh shit. He's actually getting quite good at this. And it's a little bit... And do you know what? I like that because it's... I know when I first came out and, like, especially at Graft House, like, people are like, oh, what are you doing that for? What are you doing this for? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to make a transition to CrossFit. And people are like, what? You're going to compete? And I was like... And I would tell them, yeah, that's... I'm a competitive kind of guy. It's what I've, it's what I've got to kind of do. Uh, and now that I'm... What, where... I'd say we're 11 months into this and things are really coming together. People, I can imagine people are a little, like I've had a, a lot of messages off people like saying shit. Like people have messaged me saying, genuinely when you said you're moving over to CrossFit, we literally sat here and laughed. And now we see the way you move and we see what you're doing and they've messaged me and they're like, I can't believe it. And I'm like, it's one of those things. It had to happen. Yeah. Powerlifting just was, it was killing my mental health. And then for me, CrossFit, I've said this a few times on Instagram as well, like, I'm a weird kind of guy, like a really, really weird kind of guy. I I tell people on the regular, I have, I have no quit. I have no off button. If me and you are going to go head to head, I'll literally die in the process of trying to beat you. Like, And that's not me being arrogant and saying I'm better than you. It's me telling you how stubborn I am and how much of a fucking idiot I am. Like, I have no fucking brain cells. I have no academic background. All I know is sport and trying to be the best athlete I can be. And I have no quit. And that's something that I really, really thank powerlifting for because I I went from being absolutely nobody to being the best in the world, to being top five, top six in the world, and the best in Britain and stuff like this. And it was... it's. It taught me a lot of things. Like even when I was in my darkest moments, 
I stayed so true to the sport. I stayed so true to the goal. Like something that I speak about on social media all the time is setting goals, chasing them, doing everything and anything you can to make it happen. Because I've been there where I've got up some days and I'm like, fuck this, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, But then I've got to training and I know that I've got to keep plugging away because I've told people that I want to be the best in the world. And I've told them that I'm going to do this. And I've told them that I'm going to do that. And now I've got to... And that's before I've kind of used as my reason why, like to keep going. Uh, but now with a CrossFit, I have, I have a couple of different reasons why now, why this means so much to me and like the journey means so much. Uh, but yeah, it was really, really tough when I first left powerlifting because I was like, shit, I'm currently the best in the world and I could be plugging away to become like the world champion one day like to win worlds, be the, be the number one, this, this and this. I'm only still young. And then I was like, for my own mental health and my own physical health as well, uh, I was, oh, I look back at pictures now and I can't believe it. I was fucking hideous, man. Like, I say, I, I can't believe fucking people used to have sex with me. Fucking... <laughs> I look back and I'm like, nah. You couldn't have seen me naked and thought, oh, I want to do him. Do you know what I mean? Was the Labrador <laughs> next to him not a clue that they couldn't see you? <laughs> Mate, but I, just, I, was just, I was just patting it on the head and doing my thing. I just thought he was there for a good time. Um, no, the fact they're wearing glasses indoors. <laughs> yeah. I hear it's 2020. That's gangster, right? These oh, yeah. Sorry, my mistake, my mistake. <laughs> it's fashion. Uh, yeah, so it was like when that first happened, like, my physical health wasn't great. Like I was really mobile. I was, I was probably the healthiest, healthiest I've been after my last competition. Uh, but another one of the real big things that made me want to change and do something that I felt like that was going to be really healthy for me and really enjoy my training again is uh, I lost a sponsor at the end of last year down to my own fault. They were asking me to do things on social media and stuff, and I just wasn't following up with it. Uh, and they pulled their sponsorship with me, and I lost quite a. I lost quite a big lump sum of my monthly intake of money. And when I come back from the Europeans at the end of last year, I remember training in the gym and I actually remember the moment I was like, fuck this, I'm not doing this anymore. I was sat at grass house, my elbows were hurting, I was tired. I just squatted 343 kilos at the Europeans. I was legit struggling with 200 kilos in the gym. Like, so my body felt like absolute shit. And then I was like, do you know what? I ain't doing this for free anymore. I'm going to do something that I enjoy and I'm going to chase something that I think I'll really, really love. And CrossFit, the smile probably says it all. CrossFit fills a hole in me. It literally does. Like, it's, CrossFit is basically when you get to a level and you have a skill ability and you have a, a basic engine, who is willing to hurt more than the other person? And I'm, fucking put my money on it I'll fucking hurt more than anybody in the room I may not be the strongest I may not be the fittest I may not be the most skilled but if it comes down to it I'll fucking hurt more than anyone like you're going to take a breather and try catch your breath I'll fucking carry on I'm stupid I'm dumb <laughs> there's no between these ears there literally isn't uh, so yeah the, the move over was a big big decision for me uh, it was caused by I'd say mental health physical health as well, uh, and unfortunately, money side of things. 
because it's it trust me, it's not as fun when you do something for free. It's like having sex with your dad for the first time and then he takes away your pocket money. Tom's <laughs> <laughs> face. He's like, what? Tom's face. face. It was like, what? Wait, did Tom, you take five That's minutes just to process it, mate. Honestly, I'm just like, hang on, your dad gave you the money beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I yeah, that was. off to boarding school when he was done. <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't as exciting when it was done for free. Uh, but yeah, the and they're complete polar opposites. Uh, you both know me from beforehand, and shit, I I was a completely different athlete to what I am now. Uh, and I still got a long way to go in the CrossFit game, though. Yeah, I, mean, I think I saw you for the first time, like when you you started the transition. So it was after the first lockdown, and you <laughs> lost a load of weight. I remember yeah. seeing you in the gym. I was like, that, "Yeah, so, that looks like Josh, but it's not Josh." <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I lost like I've lost since I I started when I first started it and decided that I actually wanted to make the transition. I was one hundred and sixteen point seven kilos, and now I'm probably around. I've not weighed myself in a while, but I'd say I was around ninety six, ninety seven kilos now. Big. Uh, and with some good lighting and an all right fucking... Structure filter on Instagram up to about 20. Yeah. yeah. I can potentially... I have an abdominal wall. And some of... Do you know as well? Do you know like when you <clears> see yourself every day and you're like, shit, I don't know if I'm making any progress anymore, this, this and this. Should I make some changes? The other day, I was in the mirror and I'm actually starting to get a V. Do you yeah. know the V? Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time since I saw that. Okay. Shit, I I'm just, clinging on for dear life after all my shows, and I was like, no, stop eating like a fat bitch. Honestly, and it's a good feeling. Now I've your been, muscles literally point to your dick. Yeah, yeah, basically. That's There's why they're having sex with you now. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And, and it's like when I first saw that the other day, I was like, shit. Like, I didn't ever think that was gonna happen, but we're here now. And I do look back at videos even from like three, four weeks ago and I look completely different then to what I do now and I watch videos back on my skill level and stuff like that. And it's because you've got to try and keep an eye on that. That's one of the best things about Instagram, really, that you are using it as that diary. You're using it as that log and it does help you stay on track. Like everybody thinks it's just to get smoke blown up your ass, which it partially is, but uh, for the rest of it, it's do you know what? I, I, I sit there sometimes and I go back weeks and weeks and weeks to see how far I've come just to give myself a little shit. You're actually killing this a little bit. And I've had nice my five that. years now, and I started it as a fat lad to try and get in shape and motivate yeah. myself and keep myself accountable. And I yeah. love when you get all like the uh, like this day on like five years ago, yeah. and it's yeah. a picture of me as a fat little bitch. Yeah. I remember taking the photos and being so proud of the progress I was making. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. you know what? Yeah, you have actually done all right there. It's yeah, more of a it diary is. than anything else, isn't it? It is, yeah. And like, it is, it's cool what Instagram gives you. Instagram, when you get a following and you start, you start doing things, it's like you do, there is, there's crazy things that have come out of Instagram for me. It's fucking absolutely mental. Uh, but it is just basically one big diary with some bonuses every now and then. Occasional uh, dick pic in your inbox. Oh, mate, don't even get me fucking started on dick pics in inboxes because I'll fucking cry. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, 
it's cool. I, I like looking back at stuff like that and actually seeing how far I've come, uh, especially with the transition. Yeah, nice. I think that's impressive. It's a, I mean, it's a great transition. I got a great transformation because you, yeah. from the outside, it did appear as if you just did it overnight. Like it was literally yeah. one day you were a powerlifter, next day you'd lost what, like 30 kilos and were a crossfitter and it's just like, yeah. how do you do that? Yeah, like that's. I think that's what people are shocked by because I was, I was probably one of the biggest I've been when I decided to transition over. I think they were a little bit like, I think people laughed at me because they were like, no way, like because of the gymnastic element and like doing muscle ups and walking on your hands and chest to bar pull ups and stuff like that. Like people were like, that's never gonna work because I was a bigger dude, but. I fucking just chugged away at the fat. I got rid of a lot of it. And now I'm left with a little bit less. And I'm just now, my mass is, I don't, I, I, I concentrate on performance now more than actually trying to lose weight. Cause I know that, I know that my body will, I, I will start. It just comes Joe now naturally. Like it's just, I'm starting to every day look a little bit more the part in the CrossFit game. But I read some on somebody's Instagram the other day, which was really, really cool. And he was a CrossFitter. Uh, and he said, I, if I could be 20 stone and eat what the hell I want. I, I, he put something like, if my performance was like able to be the top 10 in the UK in CrossFit uh, and I look like shit, I wouldn't care. And that's basically, I might be the first ever person at the CrossFit Games with his T-shirt still on because he do not want to embarrass himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> But diet-wise, I'm literally, I'm somewhat like 40, oh no, maybe like 36 days into 118-day uh, prep for the CrossFit Open, and I'm not allowed a cheat meal in that time, and I don't even feel like I want one. Whereas before, when I was powerlifting, I would have a cheat meal like two to three times a week. Uh, Is it really meal. a cheat meal if it's two to three times a week? <laughs> it's just a regular meal. It's <laughs> just a, yeah. Yeah, a carb-heavy meal every three yeah. days. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That that's what I mean. Like my nutrition now is completely different to what it used to be. Like it's ridiculous. It's but I never thought I'd be able to be in this mindset where I didn't want to have at least one cheat meal a week. Like that's been my life for like ten years. Like even from back when I was playing rugby. Like you'd have that one day a week where you'd eat what you want. And now I'm in a mind frame, like I don't want that. I like I made four yeah. moments. Last night I made a fucking risotto. I made a risotto, mate. Yeah, not often you hear that said in a Yorkshire accent, is, is not, it? Made a risotto. Yeah, and I fucking <laughs> and I'm exploring with food because I'm trying to make it interesting so I can stay on it. But I genuinely, yeah. I never thought I'd say this. I don't want to eat pizza. That's you know what? I'm in the same boat, you know. It's crazy, right? I just, like no, so, okay. So Josh, I believe you, Matt. No, well, that's mate, the, the other day I was sat and I was thinking, mate, I'd murder a fucking Domino's. And then when I actually assessed how I'd fucking feel after eating it and how much it's yeah, going to cost me, and like, it's just not worth it anymore. Like the last time I had a pizza, like I knew straight away the next day that my digestion was bollocksed for the full day. Oh yeah. Like I, I was on my ass. I just, I'm not that. I can't do it anymore. I can't. See, do I'm it. getting yeah, a chippy for my lunch tomorrow, and I cannot <laughs> wait. So you two nah, don't. don't have cheat meals. I'll, I'll happily have them for you. <laughs> I'll eat my fucking oats. I'll be three sessions deep while you're eating that chippy tomorrow. Oh, you better believe I'm going to be there at like 5.55 waiting. Oh, in the morning? The doors waiting for it to yeah. open. 
yeah. This is my it's Christmas dinner. Eve, boys. Trust me, I'm there at fucking 5.55 tomorrow. and I'm excited, but at the same time, I'm fucking not. Do you know what I mean? Like, Because right now, I'm just... I, without the gym, I'm kind of living the dream. Like, I've still got equipment where I can train and stuff. I just miss my gymnastic side of things, like the muscle-ups, the pull-ups and stuff like that, and yeah. having be able to have them in a workout. So I am excited to go back for those reasons, but also go back to work and have people complain at me all day that they've had a shit day and they don't want to do this exercise or they don't want to do that. And I'm just like, get the fuck on with it. Do your shit. Get out. Uh, yeah. As soon so as we're in tier three and the gyms could stay open, I was like, this is me living the dream now. I can go to the gym, I can do my work from home, and I don't have to take our ass out on any dates. It's like Boris has got my back, finally. <laughs> I hope she doesn't watch these podcasts, because you're fucked. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I mean, just tell her this episode ain't going live anymore. Fuck it. He's <laughs> too busy sucking up James Smith's podcasts. Cheeky <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Just sat being yeah. called fat by James Smith. Cheers, bud. Yeah. Yeah, 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 true. You are fat. All you need is a calorific deficit. Cheers, mate. Cheers, no, mate. Yeah, I didn't pick that up on your other 3,000 Instagram posts saying it either. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but do you know what? He's, he's got a point in fairness. He's got a point, but equally, I can see why he's never had a six pack. Yeah, Watch, true. he's going to uh, fucking call me out. He's going to do a podcast on me now. I've fucked it. I'm gone. I'm done now. <laughs> He will come back, though. He will come back with a picture of him with a six-pack. But then he'll come back with, you should not take anabolic steroids. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's basically the, how his fucking Instagram revolves, right? Anabolic Pretty steroids, much, yeah. calorie, calorie deficit. deficit. Don't do gear, your fat, calorie deficit. Yeah, so, yeah. most yeah. people are sniffing coke on a weekend. That's why they're skinny. This is what he tells you. The Geordie Shore diet, in fairness. Yeah. Fucking, that's that's that's, <laughs> that's when I was at my skinniest. To be fair, cocaine. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> We're gonna have to put a little banner at the bottom saying, "Don't do drugs, kids." No, yeah, don't yeah. do drugs. Like, don't do them. No, yeah, don't. don't. They, they ruin lives, from, honestly. Yeah, but from me, don't don't do drugs. From me yeah. also, don't do drugs. They yeah. may seem great at the time, but. They take the toll. I mean, fuck it, do what you want. I couldn't care less. <laughs> <laughs> they take the toll. Let's uh, leave it. Leave it at that. Support one. local. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah buy, off, buy off the guy on your estate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crazy. So I put really out a couple cool. of questions on Instagram. I did get a couple of responses, and this oh, is yeah. the best response that we got. No, oh, here we go. No, you can't buy sweaty used underwear. I've already asked. That was the third question. We'll get to that. Whoa, 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 whoa. If you want to buy my sweaty underwear, I genuinely, I'll be honest here, it's something that I actually do sell and I genuinely have a price for that. That's one What's of the, the ways price? I've What's the price? Okay, so, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> right, I'm just going to throw it out there. Mum, Dad, if you do watch this, please <laughs> fucking off now. Uh, so, what the fuck? <laughs> Mom, I'm gonna give you another call out. Please turn it off. Uh, so the price is hundred pounds for the underwear, and if you want a video of me wanking onto it, it's an extra fifty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, I've sold many pairs of those. No way! That is incredible. The the, I'll be honest. The last pair that I sent out was only a couple of weeks ago, and they were out to America. <laughs> 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 you guys have filmed your back. A video that works. <laughs> 
Let's hope, let's hope my parents don't see this because they'll be fucking devil. They're already disappointed in me as a child as it is, so it can't get any worse. Oh, but well, I just had a new business venture crop up. Yeah, well, look at this. Great. Did you see the light bulb next to Dom's head? Then he was like, fucking hell. Yeah, you see, that's just see. gone off there. <laughs> Make some money. Watch no, it, I will it's... end up being in debt from this, won't I? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be asking for refunds. <laughs> I won't even cover the cost of Primark underwear. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, uh, sorry, so, so, to the questions after that lovely digression yeah, yeah. that's one right. of the things that i've heard all year in fairness right. that's genius um yeah the question was not actually as weird as that it was is it acceptable to shit yourself at the gym oh thousand percent i one of the regulars when i used to train with a group of powerlifters even when i uh stopped training with a group of powerlifters and i was just doing my own thing something that we would carry in our kit bags on the regular is multiple pairs of underpants because when you are doing heavier squats and you're doing heavier deadlifts and especially like pause squats, like three, four counts and tempo squats, shitting yourself is, is something that happens quite regularly. I used to train with a lad who now he's doing unreal things in the strongman world and he's just been the world's strongest man. He won't mind me telling this story. Uh, a guy called Luke Richardson, fucking a young lad, absolute animal when it comes to moving weight. Uh, he used to literally turn up to the gym with a pack of five kegs in his bag, like brand new. Because he'd shit that. I'd been spotting people before, and I'm like, they've got a set of eight to do. And I'm like, oh my God, you need to hurry the fuck up. And they'll shit on rep one. But rule number one is if you shit, you just keep going. Yeah. If you shit, don't quit. That's the rule. Yeah, it is acceptable. It is acceptable to shit yourself in the gym. And if anybody's got a problem with it, Tell them the best in the world do it too. <laughs> Can we just emphasise that it's acceptable for powerlifters? If you're like a bikini athlete or a men's physique yeah, athlete, yeah, 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 races, yeah. do not shit yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah, don't be, yeah. If you're curling the fives, don't be shitting all over the place. Like, literally. <laughs> Optimistic, yeah, think I can curl fives, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> why I would be shitting. It would be pure strain. Put <laughs> <laughs> my back out with it. <laughs> Speaking of shitting on that one, I have a question that I've already asked someone previously on the last episode of the podcast. Dom already knows yeah. what it's going to be. Would you rather you shit yourself every time you laugh or puke every yeah. time you sneeze? Oh, it would be puke every time I sneeze. Yeah? I don't sneeze that often. I'm a fucking... Mate, when I'm you... by myself, all it is is laughter. I'm a fucking <laughs> funny guy. When I'm by myself and nobody's around, mate, I'm hilarious. You know what I mean? Fucking, I'd be covered in shit all the time. Uh, yeah, no, nah, I'd definitely rather puke when I sneeze. That'd be hilarious as well. <laughs> <laughs> you just feel one coming, you're like, right, who do I fucking hate? You. Well, I imagine that when you're driving. Fucking all over the window screen. <laughs> It'd be fucking brilliant. But it depends if it's just like a quick, like, you know if it's like a TC when you're drunk and you just go, Bruh! or if it's a proper from the bottom of the gut, heaving like, Bruh! that hurts. That hurts though, doesn't it? That hurts my back. Yeah, so if it's just a TC, I can get on board with that. Yeah. But if it's, you know, puddle in the toilet, nah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, fair. true. That depends on the... Yeah, but then... It, like, it's yeah, like it a little, little, little attack then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah one of them dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. <laughs> 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 but then it's like, what's the extent of the shit? That's the real question. Right. I think it depends on the extent of the laugh. If it's just like a hearty little chuckle, 
then you yeah, know maybe you might just be a couple it. of nugs. But like yeah. if you're full on pissing yourself, shitting yourself, laughing, flat out, flat out, it's a full shit, yeah. full dookie. Right. Shall yeah. we consult yeah, the Bristol I... school chart? <laughs> Let's oh, get scientific wow. with it. Oh, what was her name? Like Gillian McKeith. She always had that TV show. She always used to just poke at the shit. Oh, she was fucking weird, man. <laughs> she was she a mad gun. I like that her career ended when she passed out on I'm a Celebrity. <laughs> oh, mate. I actually watched an episode of her in the other day on YouTube, the highlights of I'm a Celebrity. And fucking, she was on it. She's such a drip. Like, she just annoyed me. Melt. Then, then so this is like, it. Gillian McKeith is now after us as well as James Smith and my life. You know what? If Gillian McKeith wants to come for me, mate, I've got a fucking Tupperware. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not afraid. I'll shit in a Tupperware for. Bama. I'll shit in a Tupperware for it. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. Analyze. I've mean, got work. will sell it to her. About apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Two hundred quid. Yeah, yeah. Well, if anybody be shitting in the Tupperware. It charges extra for sprinkles of sweet corn. Yeah, yeah, because oh, yeah, it's digested sweet corn, man. So, is, right, is that but, the line? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'd definitely rather sneeze and puke than laugh on your shit. No, by far. Feel that, feel that. Right. So, we got, I've got a couple more. Very intellectual podcast, this, isn't it? Oh, by far. It's out, oh, yeah, yeah, we like to talk science, bruv. Yeah. <laughs> Would you come out of powerlifting retirement for one last dance? Is a question. One oh. last, one last dance. The only time I'll be honest with you, the only time I think you'll ever see me doing some kind of powerlifting setup again is for a charity event for someone that I truly believe in, or the CrossFit Total. Ooh. Fair. The CrossFit total, the CrossFit total, or a charity event is something that I, but it'd have to be something that I truly back and that I, something that I truly believe in. But if it was just a general competition, I'm gonna be honest with you, kids, no, I wouldn't. Not for me, and I'd probably just be really upset how strong I wasn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> would it? So, I'd be back into a mental health fucking situation again. In a couple of years, yeah. fucking hell, what have I done? Yeah, yeah, what has happened? But I can walk on my hands, so fuck it. But that's a right cool point. I, I still feel like that's more impressive, to be fair. Like, just being able yeah. to walk with your hands, like, that's bad thing. That well, that's that's right, good. Imagine doing that on, like, Greek Street. All the girls would be flocking towards you. Nah, I don't know if they would, you know. mine, Dominic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're in lockdown! Yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's, uh... It is, you know, I was all being a bigger guy and then, like, kicking up in the gym and walking on your hands, literally, it turns a lot of heads. Like, people yeah. are like, whoa, shit. And then, like, it's, but people don't expect it. But this is the new era of CrossFit. Bigger, stronger, faster than they used to be. That's what we're trying to bring to the table. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's not a bad party trick, though. My son loves it as well. He crawls and I walk on my hands next to him and he thinks it's fucking hilarious. That's cool. But he never beats me though. I never let him win. <laughs> <laughs> Can't ever let That's him win. No matter how old they get, that. never let them beat you. That's like oh, what that. being a dad, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And if he does, I'm going to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Just crawling at the top of the stairs. Boom. Shouldn't have won yeah, that, bitch. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so what kind of supplements do you we're going to get on to supplements just because it says it on my shirt there so i should probably talk yeah. about it at some point what kind of supplements if any do you use now like what's is there a difference between kind of what you were using for powerlifting and what you'd be looking to use now uh so i'm not gonna lie i use more now than i did when i was powerlifting when I was powerlifting, I'll be 110% honest with you, I didn't use anything. The only thing that I would normally use is a pre-workout. Uh, and unfortunately, because I'm tested by WADA, uh, the pre-workouts that we can use are, oh, yeah, they are shit. Really, yeah. really shit. Uh, they're very low-key. There's not great stimulants in them. It's very, there's not a, like, let's just put it this way. I've never had an exciting supplement like, I've never taken one of these crazy pre-workouts where people are fucking like chewing their faces off in the gym and stuff. Like, like I'm low-key weird in the gym as it is, just on normal caffeine. When the day comes that I'm allowed to take whatever the hell I want and I've kind of finished with sport, uh, that's going to be an exciting day for me. That's gonna We're going to film really you retired from sport. We're going to film that and put it on YouTube. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a good one. Yeah, shit, that'll be crazy. Uh, but yeah, so when <laughs> Two I'm... scoops of DFib. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Like, shit, I've never even heard of half the shit that you guys probably use. I fucking never, ever. But the only thing when I was powerlifting, I would use a lot of pre-workout, though. Uh, that's probably because it is so weak. Uh, so the stuff that I normally use is normally uh, something that I'd use is ABE, which is shit. Uh, it's real baseline. I don't, I don't mind the ABE, you know. Yeah, I like that. It's yeah. Hit, you know what it is? ABE for me was always hit and miss. Like, I'd take yeah. a scoop and it'd fucking ruin my life and I'd come out in heat rashes yeah. and stuff. And then yeah. the same batch, I'd take another scoop and it'd not hit me at yeah. all. So I don't oh, know right, if yeah. the way that it gets mixed in the factory. I found I had quite a tolerance to it really quickly. First time, ruined my life, like see, seeing sounds, like proper yeah. vibrating, walking down the street. And then like halfway through the tub, it just stopped working for me. So I was yeah. like, well, I want that consistency in its effects. And it just yeah. didn't happen with ABA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit and miss. Uh, it's yeah. It was one of those. It was one of those products. It was because it was like one of the only ones that I could use. It was something that I used to use all the time. But I got so used to it. Fucking, I'd be doing like three, four scoops of that shit, and yeah. it wouldn't be doing anything. I'd just be getting itchy. And until oh, I got that, yeah, I imagine after four scoops, Matt fucking be oh, right. Oh man! And until that an anatomic flush hit, fucking, my skin used to be on fire. Uh, but now that I've moved over to CrossFit, I am actually, uh, I'm using more supplements. Uh, one second, stay there. Don't go anywhere. Uh, <laughs> that was a lovely view. <laughs> I'm going to start an OnlyFans and we're going to start with that picture. I'm going to screenshot it. <laughs> I feel like he's got one, <laughs> one There we go. Full on crotch shot. Like, how silly. Uh, so... I am, uh, supplement-wise, I am sponsored by a supplement company, uh, but they are not endorsing this video or podcast, so we don't really need to mention names or anything like that. But they are the supplements that I use. So I am sponsored by Power Bar, which I don't know if you know Power Bar. You should do if you're into supplements, because they are basically the original supplement company ever to come out on the fucking planet, basically. They've been around now for years and years. And the two products that I probably use the most at the moment is I don't know, are we counting like protein bars as supplements? Yeah, you can supplement. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, oh well. Power bar, I eat the power nut bars every day. I eat two protein bars every day. It's my first meal of the day, something light uh, that goes in before I train with a can of rain. 
literally every day religiously. Uh, so I'll use I use their protein bars, which uh, they really really come on. And I'm not gonna lie, they're they're not made by third party. They're made in house. Uh, so the quality of them is really, really good. Uh, another product that I do use at the moment, uh, see, I don't use that many products and say that I'm using more products than I ever have is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of the reasons as well that I was sponsored by Power Bar is because they are informed sport, so all their products is tested and it's all uh, safe for me to use. But one of the products that I do use at the moment is something called Isoactive. It is just basically an intracarb workout drink I will drink this sometimes leading into a session uh, and I will drink it sometimes during the session. Uh, do I have it every session? I'll be honest with you, no. I forget quite a lot of the time. I do carry a tub round with me, but I'm fucking too busy hanging out my own ass that I'm like, oh, I need to go over there and put some of this powder in my bottle. I'm just like, fuck it, I'll drink water. I'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then something that I use every now and again when I do have days where I'm feeling really sluggish, and I'm feeling, I don't know, like I need a little bit more, and I'm going to have some more carbs. I use a product from Applied Nutrition. It's I don't know if you've seen this before. It's the iDrive stuff. It's yeah. the insulin driver and GDA stuff. Uh, it's basically, uh, well, what's the product in it? Uh, it's like a glucose disposal agent, and it's got, uh, it's fucking, it's some extract from a plant. Uh, oh, I don't know what the fuck it is. I can't remember what it says. It here. The ingredients. What's the blend? Oh, I can't remember what it is. But there's an ingredient in it, and it just kind of it basically helps. You guys probably know more than me. It just basically helps direct glycogen to my muscles. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if it does much or not. But it is informed sport. It's tested for athletes. It's something that I use that when. I do have a higher carb day. I will have these with my final carb meal of the day. Uh, and then the only other supplement that I will use at the moment is just an energy shot from Power Bar, which is 25 mil energy shot. Uh, it's 200 milligrams of caffeine. It's really, really condensed. Uh, it's so concentrated. It's fucking, it, ta it doesn't taste that great, but it's only 25 mils. It's gone before you know it. It's the smallest caffeine shot I've found on the market because they're normally up to about 50 mils and I don't really like the taste, but this literally it's in and it's done. And it hits really, really well. The blend in it is really, really nice. I'm not going to lie, I don't really know what's in it, uh, but they come in like little test tubes as well and they look really, really cool. And when they come in the box, they are, they're all like stacked nicely and it, it looks the part more than anything. So yeah, I'll just use uh, intro workout at the moment, uh, that carb glycogen disposal thing. Yeah, just had a look at the, I had a look at the formula on the GDA. So. I just googled it as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we know stock. We know stock that one. But yeah, it's a bit of melon and there's also some berberine and some cinnamon. Yeah, bark. that's done. Berberine. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and there's all those 500 fine. mcg of uh, chromium picolinate as well. So that'll be helping as well. Pick the biggest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually started taking that. I, don't, I have no idea why I take that. Lucy just makes me take it. <laughs> We'll get Lucy to explain it. I was like, okay, you like you got me shredded. I'm just gonna listen to you. <laughs> it was my, it was my. I had a nutritionist before, and we spoke about it, and he told me to take it. Uh, or he advised me. I asked him, and then he advised me to take it when I had bigger carb days and stuff like that. So if I am planning on having a higher carb day because I'm feeling like I need a little bit more, 
Uh, it is something that I'll use. But they literally, I'm not going to lie, where I did get these from off the side, on there I've got cod liver oil, magnesium, I've got fucking, I've got all these crazy powders that you fucking put with shit from my protein and stuff that my old nutritionist advised me to get, and I'm not going to lie, I don't take any of them. Don't take any. I don't take vitamin D3. I've got it on the side. I don't take all. I literally, I use the shit that works there and then. Like the yeah. intra, the pre, and that shit. I don't even really use it. So probably not. I don't use it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I literally, if it don't work there and then I can't feel it or it don't taste good, I don't want to use it. Uh, but I think that's a pattern that you see with athletes these days, especially that everybody thinks that People are taking something to try and get to the level that they're at. But yeah. we're normally using way less supplements than people think that we are. Uh, and it's true. I, I, <clears> I meet a lot of people on the daily who will literally have pre-workout, post-workout, and that's it. Uh, I think that's, yeah. the supplement industry is great at picking on and you know a rodent model or a, an unverified or pilot taking a really poor data and yeah, using yeah. that one study to support just outrageous claims. Oh, they yeah, prey yeah. on people's naivety. And very often, you know, all my clients, I'll recommend they get a whey protein just to get some protein in them. Yeah. And yeah. I don't say you have to. Um, at the moment, I've got them taking vitamin D to help, you know, because we're all stuck inside. But I try and keep everything, and I do it for myself, try and keep everything to the bare bones and keep it all yeah. food. Because specifically Gen Pop, they can get it all from food. They don't oh, need supplements. Then. If, if they're not having to perform to a certain level and they're just living, yeah. you don't need all the extra shit. You don't. Nah. Um, ironically, it's they, them people that are the keenest. What it is, is, is the guys that are like gen pop and they're seeing people that they look up to are doing certain things. I've said this before. They see the tip of the iceberg, which is, oh, I use yeah. the eye drive or whatever it was that you had to do. Yeah. Oh, I use this. And this is why I perform at a certain level. And they go, right, so... That's what it is. It's not because he works hard and he does fucking three hours yeah. of training a day. Yeah. He doesn't eat all his meals. He doesn't do this. They see the t the tip of the iceberg and not all of the yeah. hard work that goes underneath it. And it's yeah. that's what we're trying to get people out of the habit of doing and look yeah. at the body of work first. It's not yeah. as they're putting a pill in their body. It, like it, yeah. the that pill could be fucking D-ball. It could be Winstrol. It could be Anavar. Yeah. It could be whatever pill you think it is still doesn't make a difference like the body of work yeah, yeah. is what separates athletes from normal people simple yeah all the supplements and stuff are your one percenters aren't they if you're yeah. not laying down the foundations they aren't going to push you any further but if you're laying everything down they can push that a little bit further yeah, yeah, yeah. if we're looking at performance and you had let's say we could clone the same person they were doing exactly the same thing on a daily basis and one was using supplements and one would uh, and one wasn't I'd be, I'd be, I'd, I'd like to see you know the performance differences. Like everybody bangs on about creatine, never ever used it. Not when I was powerlifting. I never, I've never touched it. I think I've used it for like a week before, and yeah. I was like, this isn't fucking doing anything, so I stopped. And I've never used it. I got some on the top up there, and it'll say that I've never fucking touched it. Like, <laughs> I don't even think it's open. I bought it. I was like, I'm gonna start using this, and I forgot about it. It's like those eye drive tablets. I was just thinking that. Uh, sponsors are going to love him for this, aren't they? Sponsors <laughs> are going to love you, mate. <laughs> oh, 
products that I do use from Power Bar, like I got them from them because I know that I'm going to use them. Like the creatine that I've got there is not from Power Bar. Don't do shit like that. You see, it's all like endurance-based products. Yeah. And it's like their bars. Like I eat their bars every day. I eat them one because they taste great, and two because fucking they supply me with them. And three, like the isoactive, like I use this because it, it's just that because I'm not that great at eating. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I don't eat that much on a daily basis until I have my bowl of cereal before I go to bed <laughs> on an evening. Uh, my diet could be better, let's just put it this way, but it is getting a lot, lot better. But yeah, I do the products from Power Bar I use all the time, and it's one of those things. It's like it's the it's the it's the products that people are expecting you to use that I don't use. So I don't take creatine. I use whey protein, but I use it when I mix it with my oats. I don't drink it like. I couldn't tell you last time I had a protein shake. Oh, I could actually. It was a few weeks ago, and I did it just so I could post it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally it. Like, I never, ever... It's like those iDrive tablets. There's 60 servings in there. I bought these. I think I've had these since the start of first lockdown. And they're still fucking... There's not half a tub gone in there, honestly. There's still loads of stuff. That's how rarely I use them. Like, I never, ever touch them. It's like the... It's it's basically the convenient food supplements that I will use. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, some of the, Yeah, basically, that is it. Yeah, that is all I'll do. And caffeine. I fucking love caffeine. Yeah, how come you, you get caffeine from, like, your power shots? Do you not enjoy the taste of coffee? Yeah, I, do, yeah, I drink coffee as well. Oh, oh, right, okay. He loves the caffeine. <laughs> yeah, he really loves it. Loves that shit. Swear down, every morning, mate, without fail. Dom, you'll see me tomorrow in the gym with a can of rain in my hand. It's the first thing that goes in my body, except for my dad's penis. <laughs> I'm joking. That, is, that doesn't happen. Dad, if you're watching, don't tell anybody. Anymore. <laughs> Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can yeah, see yeah. you going home at Christmas. You know that episode of South Park where Garrison's upset he wasn't molested? That's going to be Josh. Fuck's sake, Dad, but was I ugly? <laughs> yeah, true. I don't, uh, I don't do Christmas, so that won't be happening. Not oh, okay. for me. So, yeah, fuck Christmas. Oh, man, I love Christmas. Nah, I fucking hate it. But I also love creatine, so, you know, fuck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> creatine isn't for me. Yeah, I just never saw any effects with it. Do you know what I mean? No, that's the thing though. With creatine, you you won't you won't see a lot of products. You don't see short term sort of effects yeah, from. Yeah. It's the long term effects that would be more beneficial. Yeah. But yeah, potato. Maybe really I'm good. a fiend. Working without it is working. Yeah, exactly. If you could do it without it, you could do it without it. Like I've always said, a supplement is a, a supplement to add in if you feel like yeah, yeah. you can afford the luxury. You do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you feel like yeah. not even that you feel like you need it, just that you can afford to add that in for an extra benefit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think it was, yeah, was it Rich Piano said? He said about his supplement line, he was like, buy these supplements because they're, because you can afford it and they're convenient to you. If yeah. you can't afford my, my crystal egg whites, use fucking egg whites. Like, yeah, 100%. It's all convenience and, you know, a lot of the time the cost may outweigh the benefits. But oh yeah, you get hold of a good product where the benefits outweigh the cost, and it's you know affordable as well. Happy days. Yeah, but yeah, so that is exactly how it is for me. So I'd say the supplements that I use are basically just conven- convenient food supplements. They're easy food supplements. 
they're, they're easy ways to intake calories on a daily basis, especially like the protein bars, because they taste like chocolate, but it's not really chocolate, is it? So it's like... You've not had chocolate in a long time if you think protein bars taste like chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Mate, I'm a, I'm a protein bar snob. I genuinely just... I'm still yet to find one that I love. Yeah. Mate. Oh, mate, you should... You should try the power bar one. Yeah, good right. plug. Good plug. Send us one. Right. He's got so many sort of plugs in here with all his applied <laughs> nutrition power bars. How many shots of his boxes have we seen as well? <laughs> At least three. I've been counting. Go on, get up again. Nah, Maybe you don't. Then. I've got oh, to pay for the phone. Swimming shorts. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they are the smallest swimming shorts I've ever seen. Hey, I've got fat legs, all right. It's not mine, but I've had them for years. Uh, oh, the yeah, boys so, 12, right, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't like boys at 12, just for anybody who is watching. <laughs> it's Dom, that's Dom with his glasses and his moustache. <laughs> yeah, Dom, you can't talk about 12-year-olds with that moustache. Yeah, fucking hell. It's fuck literally out. illegal looking like this to talk about children. Like, like when you, you walk past schools and stuff, like, do they scream right. and run away? Well, actually, there's a school across the road, and I've got oh, all the windows. But what they don't realise, that's not to keep keep people from getting in. It's to keep me here. <laughs> but ah, oh, this is to, this is taking a turn. I feel like we need to. Yeah, we we do this a lot, don't we? No, you do this a lot because you touch kids. So we need to move on yeah. very quickly. You know what? We've been on we've been on about an hour, hour and a bit. So yeah. I reckon call it a day on this one. Yeah. And we'll probably get Josh back on again. Yeah. Once you're a little bit further in. When's your when you plan on uh, competing CrossFit wise? That's the one question we uh, so yeah, so my I'm currently in the process of building up to the open. So the CrossFit Open, which is the worldwide competition. It's done online and you compete against everybody else in the world. So technically you are competing against like Matt Fraser, Pat Bellner and stuff like that. And you do it in your own gym. Yeah. Uh, and then your score, you've got a video, everything that you do, and they're put out and they're reviewed, and it's all you get put on a worldwide leaderboard, and that's how they select people for like the games and stuff like that. Um, oh, so yeah, that's that's February eighteenth. Oh, so quickly before before we go, what's your your goal for that? How? Because obviously you're not expecting to win first time you do it, or are you? Of course he fucking uh, is. No, you're competing no, to win. I, <laughs> you know, you're there going. Are you going beating Matt Fraser? Because he started <laughs> up in powerlifting, didn't he? Ah, uh, he, he was a weightlifter. He was a very good. Oh, he was a weightlifter. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So completely different sports. Uh, yeah. So my my goal obviously isn't to win the CrossFit Open uh, because it is that one. I'll be honest with you, that is not going to happen. Uh, two, my my goal is to come top 100 in the UK. Uh, so my first year in CrossFit, if I can become top 100 in the UK, that's not a bad start. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, be Especially with great. how and popular it, CrossFit is now and how many people are yeah, doing it as well. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I say to, I say this to people. I'm not gonna. Lie, I've got it written on a whiteboard over here. That's why I kind of keep looking that way. It's, I've got it written on a whiteboard. It says top 100 in the UK. Uh, I tell people that goal that I want to be top 100 in the UK, but in my head, I'm going top 75. Like the external goal that I tell you is completely different to the internal goal that I tell you. Uh, yeah. And hopefully, if I can, when I get in that top 75. So when I make that top 75, hopefully that will put me in the top 150 in the UK. And hopefully I can make 
a regional style event, so a sanctional event, which is uh, another link to the games and how you get to the games. It's a great worldwide platform to be seen on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's the goal for the CrossFit Open. Uh, my first CrossFit Open is to come top 100, uh, do some damage, break that 75 mark, and then hit some real competitions and see what we can do. Uh, one thing that I really want to do as well is people are going to expect me to turn up and be the strongest lifter on the floor or the strongest athlete on the floor. And I've turned around to multiple people. I said, I'm not going to be the strongest guy there. I'm going to be the most surprising guy there. Yeah. Uh, okay. because, no. Yeah, because people expect me to be strong because of my background, but I'm not going to be. I'm going to be the most surprising and they're going to be like, oh, shit. Like, he's actually got an engine. Yeah, like, this dude can back. As long as it's the right kind of surprise yeah. and it's not, oh, shit, he's actually well weak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, do you remember how strong he used to be? <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the goal for that. And that's that February 18th, uh, which is really, really exciting. And in CrossFit, the CrossFit Open is really, really big. Like, if you're at your local gym and the CrossFit is on, then it's... It's like a big thing. They do something called Friday Night Lights where you've got the people that are competitive and they want to do good in the open. Like you have, because you've got to be judged and everything. So you'll have a judge with you and everybody goes at the same time. The music will be blazing. Uh, you're being judged. Like it's basically like a real competition there and then. The whole gym comes in and everybody gets behind everyone. And it's, uh, yeah, it gets lit. Let's just put it that way. And it's like a crazy environment to be in. Uh, and I've got a really couple of, I've got an, an amazing reason why this time. Uh, I'm going to keep my reason why to myself, but uh, my reason why is making me work harder than I've ever worked before. Like I, I'm doing, I'm doing shit on the daily that most people couldn't even imagine doing. Uh, and it's not out of ability. It's out of fucking stubbornness more than anything. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, I, I've got a reason to keep at it and I've got, and it's, it's really, really nice to be able to say that. And I can't thank that reason why enough for fucking why I'm getting at it because we're going to do some damage. Let's just put it that way. You are sick. All okay. power to you. What we'll do, we'll, you, uh, of you to do big things. Yeah, we'll get you, we'll get you back on after you've done that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll no, cool. it. You can say I fucking yeah. told you so. Yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah we get top 50. Yeah, there we go. All right, sick. Yeah, so challenge extended. <laughs> um, Josh, it's been fucking sick catching up with you, mate. No, Doctor Octopus, you, you dirty, dirty female. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. You are um, cool. And uh, oh, we'll catch up again soon. Yeah, no, definitely. Right, you boys later. Peace. Thank you for having me. I'll see you I'll in the morning.